Midas, Act 1, Scene 4. Enter Midas, Fool, Gardeners, and Silenus on, do on a donkey in the hall, where Dionysus is presiding. Slaves and attendants. What is this? Don't hesitate. Come in, one and all. Slaves, remove this beast from the temple. Be quick about it, but first, you two, take. Here's gold for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Dionysus. This is more than I see in a year from Midas, the bloody miser. Huh. Shh, shh, don't let the boss hear you. Maybe now you'll shut up about getting paid. N no, he still owes me my money. Whatever, just... What a motley and sorry crew this is. Well, what have we here, or rather who? Can this really be the Great One, brought hither on a donkey no less? Why, yes it is. Behold, my dear old Silenus himself. Looking the worse for wear and tear, attended by a fool, a brace of munchkins, and the famous King Midas himself. Why, Midas, the royal, he who has always diligently cultivated my worship. And well, he should. In the flesh, yes, it is I, King Midas. Definitely in the flesh these days. Oh, I like this fool. Probably more than I should, but then again, definitely not more than my precious Danny boy over there. Great and inspirational Lord Dionysus. I have always honored your cult, as you know. Now I have the greatest pleasure to honor you even further by returning to you your former pedagogue, Silenus. He who, I believe, has more stories to tell than Aeolus has wings to loose. He who has regaled us for several nights already with his tales, and, truth be told, there was never a dull moment with the wine, the food, the song, the tall tales, the young things, etc., etc. Well, you are too kind, Midas. You old goat, Hugh. So then here you are among the living. All this time we feared you had gotten lost or perished. We were worried for time, but I had to carry on somehow without you. I can clearly see that you've already ingratiated yourself to Midas in the interim with your interminable storytelling, yes? And just as surely Midas must have been all ears to hear your ramblings, as you should know, his father was a satyr himself. Am I not right, Midas? <laughs> Indeed, a satyr, yes. But also Mother was the great goddess of Ida. Don't forget. No, uh, we never forget as he never lets us forget. Yes, yes, of course, a satyr and a goddess that uh, no one has ever heard of. Not uncommon at all, given a satyr's indiscriminate nature. Nevertheless, this is a wonderful reunion of student and teacher, so Midas, I really must repay you somehow for returning to me, our very dear but incorrigible Silenus. How the old goat got separated from ranks, I still don't know. <laughs> well, 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 hey. I am not an old goat, well, not old, not in my heart and most other organs at least. I am in fact, Silenus, yes, the oldest and wisest of Dionysus's consorts, not one of your wet-behind-the-ears novitiate who can't even hold his wine. I am a keeper of secrets, an advisor of the great. Silenus, yes, the wise. Apparently wisdom led you astray a fortnight ago, so that now you need the generous king's minions to escort you back to me. I blame it all on the al al alk. I mean, uh, the undiluted wine. Ha! 
An absolute reprobate and completely unrepentant. I'll deal with you later, but first, as a reward for his care of my dear Salenus, I must grant this mortal king one wish. Well? Good man, good man, and king might ask, what would you have? Hmm. Well, I... Hmm, I have more roses than any man alive. Uh, the most beautiful daughter around and riches beyond compare. But... But riches that could be taken away from me in, in a flash by the latest Pasha come lately. If that should happen, who would my subjects follow then? So fickle these poor common folk. Of valuables I have a great number, but those too could still be taken from me. Gemstones cannot be relied on, for one man's ruby is another man's red rock. Precious metals, silver, gold? Yes. Yes, gold is universal. Every culture loves yellow, yellow element. Its luster, its weight, its malleability, its rarity. So should I ask for gold? And how much? And in what shape? A mountain or a lake? But that granted, then what? What if that too should be wrested from my grass like gems or riches? No, I need to guarantee the ability to create more and more if I should need it. But what if, like Medusa, everything I look at would turn to gold? What would that, how would that be? Then I could go anywhere and make more just by looking at it. That would be amazing. But then what if things in the distance that I see but do not focus on, how gold would they become? What if unintended objects should turn to gold? These then could fall in someone else's grasp, and how far would this golden sight reach? Surely it would stop when I sleep, but to stop it otherwise, I should need to be blindful if these eyes are often drawn to behold things without the mind's permission. Oh, then there would be a world of gold, and that is too much, and not all mine, and less rare and so less valuable. How about a staff? Zeus has a scepter, Poseidon a trident, Dionysus is Thrysus. Then I could transform anything into gold. <laughs> but this too could be stolen from me. No. Like sight, the power must be a part of me. But what about the sense of touch? That's it. If I could decide to make something gold, then i touch it. Yes, voila. That's it? That is what I shall choose. Only this, Lord Dionysus. Everything that I touch shall be turned to gold. Oh, that's not such a good idea, sire. Really? No, 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 no. Better go off and think some more. As you wish, Midas. As you wish. Amen. Seek, so be it. Midas, hit with magic, falls to his knees, then rises, lifting up his hands in exultation. Yes! Dionysus. Dionysus, how can I thank you? Oh. I owed you this for Salenus. That is all, mortal. Enjoy it while you can. Exit Dionysus. Oh, I will. Then Midas runs off, ecstatically touching leaves of trees along the way. Sire! Sire! By Hades, I am richer than ever! This vase was clay, now it's gold. Solid gold. None of your plating, mind you. That fountain? Now all gold, my lovely roses. Each one of them is now gold leaf. Again, I have the most amazing garden in the world. 
most amazing, but personally, I prefer my roses as a rose color. And these have no smell either, just saying. Midas, as before a mirror to himself. With just a touch, I'm making mint on no expenses will I stint. See this gold that's got that glint? Make you gawk and gape and squint. Let's celebrate. Slaves, bring more wine. Bread and goat cheese. Slave. Yes, sire. Oops, sorry, there goes another one. But really, I only graced him. He shouldn't have gone all gold on me. Your touch is powerful magic, sire. That requires powerful restraint. <laughs> Never his strong suit. This will take some getting used to. Oh, I have an itch. Does this mean a slave now must scratch it for me? I hate to say it, but you should probably err on the side of caution. You never know with these gifts from the gods. It's like prophecies. There's always some hidden catch. And, and if I should need to go pee? Alright, I draw the line here. A. I'm not that big a fool, and B. I'm not that low on the subordinate's totem pole. Or am I? No, sire. I can't help you there, and this is why, Midas, you have a huge retinue of slaves. Well, and if I should see a pretty wench, I... Probs uh, shouldn't entertain myself, should I? Well, this fool never even thought uh, that's what kings did under these circumstances or under those royal robes. I always assumed they could just command wenches as they deemed fit. <laughs> the fool has much to learn about royalty. I am starving. Let's start with some roast lamb. WTF, now that's gold too. And if I touch the wine? Yup, it turns gold like ice. Oh, this is not good. So not good. But on the other hand, so to speak, still pretty impressive, all that gold ice. Impressive, perhaps, but not at all good, sire. <laughs> You've got a point. How will I eat? Much less survive if I can't touch food or drink. As I said, you have all those slaves. They can feed, drink, relieve, and swaddle your royal royal helplessness. So this whole thing could work for you, sire. It'll be like a second childhood. Damn it all. This is not a gift. This is some trick from Dionysus. Why would he do this to me? I worship the god, and instead of a gift, I get this curse mocking me and my choice again. But sire, it was your very wish. Silence, you. I should have wished for a silent fool. Oh, but all you will get from me is a foolish silence. Midas. Act 1, Scene 5. Sometime later in the palace rose garden, there is a lunch set. Enter the Midas, fool, uh, where his daughter Orphea is already seated. Oh, you slept in, dear. I hope you are well rested, for I have great news. Yes, father. Another golden amulet from the Orient. More coin from Iberia? Earrings from Arabia? No, dear. No, no, no. Far better than any of that. In fact, we don't need to travel anymore to be richer than ever. You see, the god Dionysus granted my greatest wish for safekeeping the satyr Silenus. I now have the golden touch. What? The golden touch? What is that? Let me explain. But first, Orphidir... You'll have to feed me some of those pomegranates over there from the table, if you would be so kind. Feed you? But you're not that old, Daddy. At least I don't think so. 
True, but for now, just humor me. At the moment, you see, I cannot touch the food or, uh, drink. What? Oh, alright, alright, whatever. Here, father. Yeah, by Hades! It isn't just my hands that have the touch, but my mouth and my lips, too. Oh, jeez, that actually hurt. Whoa, look at that. Those shiny little golden orbs that once were ruby pomegranates. That was awesome, Daddy. Some trick. But stop fooling around now with this magic and forget the food and wine. You've got to tell me more about this great news of us becoming, well, richer than ever. That will have to wait, dearest child. Your father, your father, you see, is a bit preoccupied at the moment in getting food into my belly and not starving to death. Uh, here, let me, uh... Jeez, gold again, Daddy. All right, then. So one of the slaves told me the great god Dionysus had bestowed on you some great gift. This golden touch thing, as you said. I ignored her. I ignored her, of course, but I already saw some of the magic you've done to our garden. All the royal roses have all been turned to gold. I miss them already a bit, you know? Their color, the delicate petals that they were, not a hard leaf. But again, that display of gold... That glitter in the sun does take your breath away. Midas continues to fuss with the food and the drink. By Hades, how if I don't touch it all, it all with my hands and just use my mouth to slurp it up? So, anyway, is it true what the slave had said? You can change to gold anything that you touch? Anything? Oh, Daddy, with you in this touch, we'll be richer and forever. She runs up to embrace him. Nope, don't come any closer. I cannot embrace you, Orfeo, lest you too turn to gold. I... I what? I can't hold you in my arms or kiss your head with my lips, for you too would turn to gold. Uh, you're kidding, right? Is he serious, fool? For once, yes, deadly serious. I thought I told you to hold your tongue. So you're deadly serious because I would die if you turned me to gold. All right, then. Don't worry, I won't come near, Daddy. Good, but don't forget, I know how excited you get about all this. I, I won't forget. Just look at all these wonders. Daddy, you already did this all with your magic? Solid gold goblets? The plates? The chairs? The table? The tapestries? We now have untold riches at our disposal. Yes, dear child, we have riches beyond even my wildest dreams. And with that touch, I can <clears throat> always make more. Yet, yet I'm puzzled, Father. You look sad. How could that be? Simple. Watch this. Touches the bread. Even the food I touch morphs into a lustrous gold, like those golden teardrops which were mouth-watering pomegranate seeds just a moment before. You see, Orphe, every food I touch I cannot eat. Every liquid I sip I cannot drink. Oh, isn't there some on-off switch? No, apparently not. This is the nature of these gifts from the gods. Like Cassandra the Priestess, blessed with prophecy, but cursed by Apollo into unintelligibility. There's always a twist. So, you see, it seems we'll be rich beyond my wildest dreams. But probably before I can enjoy any of this, all this that glitters, I will starve to death. Well, that is terrible news for you, Daddy, and there must be a workaround to it. But in the meantime, at least we have rich beyond measure. <laughs> yes, filthy rich, surrounded by golden food, yet starving to death. The gods are laughing at me, punishing me for my foolish choice. That fool never saw it coming when he asked for the touch of gold, did he? 
Well, at least, Orfea, you will be well provided for when I'm gone. Daddy! So, do I have this right? You cannot eat or drink, and so you'll starve, but everything you've always touched, already touched, stays gold. How can you live then? And if you're to die, does the golden touch die too? And then where will I be? No daddy with the golden touch? What? Oh my, this is more serious than I thought. Worse by far than those harpies that spoiled all the food and drink for Phineas. Ha, <laughs> don't trouble yourself too much, little one. Perhaps as long as I have slaves and I am careful, I can manage for a while. I should be fine. You don't look fine. And I surely don't feel fine, as this is so upsetting to me, and, sudden, and a sudden development in our fortunes. Oh dear Orphe, don't cry for my sake. I wasn't, I wasn't crying for your... Midas reaches out, reaches out to put her, his arm around her, and lo... She has turned to gold. All intense gasp and horror. <gasps> no! No, 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 no. This is too cruel a joke by the gods. With all my heart, I regret this wish of mine. Poor, beautiful Orphea. Oh, I did not mean. Now fervently, on his knees, praying to the ears. Oh, great and powerful Dionysus, please restore to me my dearest, my, my only Orphea, whom I love more than all this glitter that surrounds me. I was a foolish man to make this wish. More fool than father, that much is true. By all the gods, I beg you. I have learned. Granted, I have learned the hard way, for the gods are always hard with me. That there are other things in this world than gold. Indeed, sire, but will the gods heed you now? Pray again, Midas. I don't know what their signal's like up there. Fool! Go back to Dionysus. Now! And plead with him to remove this treacherous gift. You want me to do your dirty work? <laughs> Go! Exit fool. Humming. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. This is Silenus' doing, inciting my desire with stories of gold and riches. I should never listen to him, that seductive, smooth-tongued satyr. Perhaps that Fakir in the story was right, though, about preferring the donkey over gold. Only a short time with this gift, and already I feel weak and trembling. I would trade all this gold for a sizzling roast lamb right now, Silanus, the old gout bag, was right about this life being nothing but pain and suffering. Oh, my precious daughter, pink lips and rose cheeks, alchemized like my roses into that dull, mocking gold. Sire, stop that wailing and bellowing. It doesn't become your face. <laughs> and besides, <laughs> you're disturbing the royal menagerie. I will be silent. The king must now heed his fool. I have spoken to the god Dionysus, or rather the god spoke to the fool. He says only this, To wash in the river Pactolus near Mount Ida, and the touch you so desired will be removed forever. Oh, thank you, thank you, Lord Dionysus. Let's go, fool, to the river Pactolus and wash these hands before I starve to death. Midas rushes ahead, Minot Solus, fool. A daughter touched in the gold, the fool gives advice. Young damned by the old, the god can this once make nice, in reversing the spell that Midas thought would suffice to make him as rich as he could be. But that wish, too, went amiss. Has Lydas learned anything at all, or will he again revert, be remiss? In his duties to the gods, stay tuned, or you might miss how Midas again proved more fool than the fool, jeopardizing his brief bliss.